Welcome, welcome, welcome to our lucky episode 13 of Rapid Reviews Radio. I am your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined with Pete Beckett. How are Hello. you? Hello. So how are I am, you? Yeah, I'm doing well, but the episode number has now made me think of that terrible game 13. <laughs> I liked that game. I hated it. Really? Yeah, it's got a remaster coming this year, and I don't know why it got remastered. Oh, really? Ah, now that'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to play it about four different times because it was cheap on every console. Yeah, yes, it was. It was. No, I just couldn't get into it at all. I like the art style. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. No. I love uh, puzzle games. And uh, yeah, and actually, we were talking earlier off air about like the old Flash mm. games and stuff like that. I oh yeah, that was a good one. Just now remembered, just this second, my absolute favorite is Escape Room games. Uh, oh yeah, they're good. I loved those. I loved those so much. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we were talking about some of the stuff that you used to see on Newgrounds. Oh yes, the good old days. <laughs> Yeah, where flash animations were oh, were the best. They were the best worst. <laughs> yeah, I could recommend so many, but I'm not going to. Yeah, well, we'll Some save that. Quite outdated now. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll save that for our flash episode. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. We should definitely do like yeah. a deep dive yeah. with some of the stuff that we used to see like years oh. and years ago in the early days of the internet. Yeah, because you forget how it was. Ugh. Yeah. It was a mess. We've, oh, wait, it still is. It still is, but we've come so far, um, which actually yeah, uh, will come in line with our topic later on, so that's funny. But, <laughs> yeah, we've come, we've come so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was going to make a really bad joke there, but I don't think uh, Were you going to remem- do a Linkin Park joke? Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got the lyrics wrong, so therefore I... <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! And there we are. And there we are. That, so, that's our uh, Lincoln Park podcast there you for go. next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it is. It, it we're back to two uh, with this episode. Um, yeah. Although we very much enjoy our guests. Uh, we do, and yeah. you'll be happy to know that Jen did did not block me after last <laughs> week's episode, which was quite nice. That is excellent to find out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do hope we can have her back, and then you'll be joining theirs. Uh, yeah, in a so, kind of exchange uh, program. <laughs> yeah, so the, my talents are being lent to them for a week. Um, the um, they will be recorded on the 19th of yeah. january so next sunday so i've got one heck of a day next yes. week where it's this edit and then that in the evening oh and then we'll be sure to uh to uh hype it up so that everyone will catch it of course but w- what we mentioned obviously is that they're a bit more not safe for work yes so. yes we should probably Really yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> you will definitely hear me a lot less unfiltered. Yes. Yeah. Pete unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, after hours. After hours, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it might get a little bit rude, but uh, dear. I, re- I listened to their recent episode and it was just uh, Jen and uh, Cold Death. And right. it was those two, because they're both German. They both know each other really well. And my God, like... 
so many swears so uh, many swears too funny ah oh, it, it so was good. a good very good episode that i listened yeah. to though it was very interesting because no, they were talking good. about um uh licensed games so um right game games that are used as advertisement for for their products yeah and, and stuff like that oh goodness yeah and then she was really oh, interested that that is i like that yeah for sure yeah gonna have to there is a game that they didn't mention that i should have mentioned to jen afterwards was um did you remember that game that was on 360 it was um it was free for a while doritos crash call it wait say that again you blank you popped Uh, up sorry doritos crash course yes yes (laughs) oh my god that was actually surprisingly fun yeah it was it was um that was like one of the first ones available for like download or something it was early days and yeah it uh, was and i am um, well it was when the avatars came out i think it was maybe that's it yeah that. um funnily enough when i when i was looking through my xbox one stuff and things that i could re-download like crazy taxi right oh, um, yes doritos crash course 2 came up and i was like <laughs> should i re-download this <laughs> nah nah uh i think i also had something uh like the toyota yaris uh oh yeah they mentioned the toyota yaris game oh that's see oh my gosh that's so funny (laughs) oh Uh, my goodness i was happy to get my hands on anything at that time (laughs) yeah me too that's why i played Uh, crash course yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but that's enough for the uh the roundup of the caffeinated banter Uh, yes (laughs) because you've joined us here on rapid reviews radio i should probably (laughs) mention that yeah definitely Um, yeah, so how how about the news this week? Uh so yeah, it's been some good good news stories this week. Um some very interesting ones, let's just say. So um this this news story's been doing the rounds for the last couple of days actually, and it's no real surprise to hear it, but Emily Rogers on Twitter, she is very well known for uh getting a few predictions fairly right. Right. Um she's got she's got a bit of insider knowledge for certain places after uh, many many years of work in in the games industry right uh she has stated on twitter that there are potentially two unannounced wii u ports that are due to come to the switch this year oh wow excellent yeah and she prefaced this by saying one of them is not not wonderful 101 right Okay. Because, uh, well, there's a bit of an issue with Platinum Games on that, where they can't seem to find a publisher to actually want to distribute the game again, because oh, it was dear. not a very good seller, unfortunately, on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there wasn't uh, much that was. <laughs> no, there wasn't, but this one was a particularly bad one. Right. It, it was very well regarded in mm-hmm. terms of reviews and player base, but it just did not sell at all which was a very right. strange thing for a platinum games uh game yeah that sounds very strange to say platinum <laughs> yeah. games game <laughs> hmm so uh any any uh theories on what it could be i have one absolute certainty of what i think is going to be there and that is mario 3d world oh of course yeah there, yeah it, it's it's one of the very few games that most people have said this needs to be ported mm-hmm. again. Um, I mean, we've already had New Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. U Deluxe, which, in the grand scheme of things, was not as well regarded as 3D World was, but right. it still got a port, which was quite nice, to mm-hmm. be fair. Yeah, but absolutely. 3D World is the one that everyone's been waiting for, I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. I would like to see that. Um, I'd also yeah. like to see the Lego game. Oh, what Lego City? Um, yeah, that one. That's a, it's already there. Is it, it there? It was one of the very oh. early Switch games that came out. <laughs> Shows how yeah. much I pay attention to the, the story. No, it was a little bit under uh, underappreciated, I think, because yeah. apparently it was a very good game. It was, and it just never got around to it. No, it was a good game. If you like the Lego style games, which I do. Um, yeah, I do as well. And I thought I heard that the story was quite good in it. It is. Um, the only thing which was just a drawback of, of Wii U anyway is the loading mm-hmm. times. They were yeah, of course. ridiculously long. Um, but I mean, yeah, outside of that, it, yeah. But it was a great game. It was. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested. I'll have a look and see how much it is on the Switch and see yeah. whether or not it would be yeah. uh, I'm sure it's probably been on a few sales over the years. Probably. I yeah. really need to pay more attention. <laughs> but, I mean... But that would require you to actually turn your Switch on at some point. I was going to say, I looked at it. I've looked at it. It's sitting right by the door to my office. So every time I leave my office, I look at it and think... I need to pick that up and then i come back and i go i need to pick that up (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) it's it's so yeah i don't know about the other game have you got any theory any ideas i don't really um because the wii u library was so small comparatively yeah it Um, was and Basically, everything, from what I can tell, uh, is uh, Nintendo has ported a lot of their their own properties. Uh, they have. And um, to be fair, third-party support wasn't a big thing on the Wii U. Right. From, um, exactly. Uh, I think, uh, what was it, Arkham City Armored Edition and a couple of other games. There wasn't a major amount of third-party support at all. Yeah. Um, oh, Mass Effect 3. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, those heady days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one for me because I feel mm. like the ports I cared about are there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've already had ports, like I said, for uh, New Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. U Deluxe. Exactly. Um, we've had Donkey Kong Country Tropical yep. Freeze. Yeah. Uh, we won't get Smash Brothers because Smash Brothers Ultimate was essentially a palette swap kind of. Yeah. The assets there for Ultimate. What, um, what it was the Sonic that came out on the Wii U? Oh, uh, Sonic Lost World. Yeah. I wonder if it's that. Mm, it was bad. I highly, I highly doubt it. Apparently, it's quite regarded that game. It's probably one of the better three D Sonic games. See, that's that's what I uh, I seem to run into is. I will play a Sonic game, one of the mm-hmm. modern Sonic games, uh, you yeah. know, off of the, the platformers, uh, the 2D yep. platformers. Um, yeah. And I will think it's the worst game I've ever played. And then I'll go and read. Yeah, well, I'll read the forums and everyone's yep. like, no, this is the best one. What? This is the, this is so great and wonderful and everything. I'm like, really? oh, crap. <laughs> But to be honest with you, these people rave about Sonic Adventure like one oh, of the greatest games gosh. in the world. And yeah. oh, wow. No. Like, it's got great music. I'll, yeah. I'll oh, yeah. 
incredible soundtrack. Yeah, but to be it, fair, hasn't held up. Yeah, no. Um, but I, I think we've mentioned before, Sonic tends to have a very good, uh, always has a yeah, good soundtrack. They, they always most do. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone always CD is having an amazing, mm-hmm. and it does. But only if you live in certain areas of the world. Yes. Uh, now, that is funny. We probably yeah. should one day talk about... Well, we are. We're going to talk about that in the future. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So... We are, sure. Quickly moving on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I'm going to put some theories out there of what yes. I think may be, because we had a bit of a discussion uh, between some of the writers on Discord yesterday about mm-hmm. this. Um, there are, are a few ones that are still sitting there that are pretty much ready to go i think but mm-hmm. not to the point where maybe they haven't got a deluxe version or anything right. like that coming right. out maybe it's just a straight port mm-hmm. so one of them was pikmin 3 oh yeah oh of course i'm just the only thing about that one that gives me issue as to why i don't think it could make it is because mm-hmm. a lot of that game was centered around touchscreen controls and the second screen yeah. aspect which I'm not sure how they can emulate that well when you're right. playing in TV. That makes sense. Whereas, yeah, okay, if it's in handheld mode, then fine. You've got the touchscreen there that mm-hmm. you can do a lot of stuff with. Yeah. Um, but I just don't know how it's going to work with uh, with TV mode. Yeah, because if we're talking straight port, I don't. I think you're you're exactly on the money. I mean, it yeah. is a strong title. It's got a huge community behind it yeah absolutely. um so yes but then at the same time you're absolutely correct it yeah. does rely on the uh you know touch screen and you know yeah yeah so hmm. um okay so i've got two others here uh-huh. that i've theorized potentials and i'm not sure about them because well they are great games mm-hmm. fantastic games in fact but they, they didn't really do much in terms of when they brought them over. It was just a HD polish. Right. Uh, Twilight Princess HD. Oh, oh, right. Right. Uh, and oh. Wind Waker HD. I love Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, I love Wind Waker. I actually do. Yeah. By the time that that had come out on the Wii U, my Wii U had broke. So oh, right. I didn't get the chance to play it. Oh, it's got the best soundtrack I love it. Oh. I, I played it on the GameCube, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See um, what it was like when they HD'd it and made yeah. some of the sailing mechanics a little yes. bit more streamlined and stuff like that. Absolutely. Oh, so I I, I'm kind of hoping it is Wind Waker. I would like to see it be Wind Waker. I would be very pleased with that. Yeah, Absolutely. So the only issue I have with that is do they really want to bring out a, a HD remaster of a game series that mm-hmm. could potentially have Breath of the Wild 2 out this year. Ooh. Hmm. Well, that could work two ways. Um it could yeah. be an over inundation uh of too much, but yeah. it could also be a good uh, you know, if they release it in the early part of the mm-hmm. year, the first quarter or second quarter even. Yep. And then release breath of the wild 2 in the last quarter uh it yeah. could be a good setup as far as like you know uh kind of getting interest started back yeah up again. yeah yeah i'd agree i mean 
to to say that it would be a problem to have both those games out in one year would be a little bit sh- little bit stupid considering that Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2 yeah. released three years apart and yet they had a couple of spin-off games in that time as well. Yeah. Um, I mean I don't know. I, I could also say the same thing about um 3D World because it's potential that Mario Odyssey right. 2 could also be on the verge as well, which That's we true. don't know about obviously. Because and, it seems a little bit strange that Mario Odyssey has not had any DLC. Yeah. Uh, I find that strange about a few games that are out that have given me yeah. pause. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's the same similar situation to what they had with between Galaxy 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. They had so many ideas that they just went, we could just make a full sequel out of this right. rather than actually, you know, just sticking with some DLC routes or an expansion pass of any sort of respect. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a weird one. There's There's a few options there, and I'm probably forgetting about a few different games into that in that respect, but I think those are probably the more likely four options. Right. Um, Especially if you've got Pikmin 4, potentially. Yeah. Uh, but that game's apparently been finished for the last five years. <laughs> that is what the, the, the... That's what everyone says. It's weird. Yeah, even Miyamoto said it. It's very strange. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if it's one of those cases of... <clears throat> they've worked on it so long that the uh, technology has changed because yeah, that I think helped. So. Yeah, that happened. That's what happened with uh, you know the Duke Nukem. Uh, yeah, it's so many changes in the technology exactly. that had to basically reboot the whole or reboot every the time. Whole yeah, so, exactly. Um, it, it happened with um, uh, trying to remember the name. Oh, the, the Last Guardian. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. That's very true. I forgot about that. Mm. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> team e- I think even Team Eco forgot about that too. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh. I've got one more game that I'm going to add on. To- okay. Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Moving on. <gasps> oh my gosh, I think that's it. No, it's not. You don't think that so? That game was hated. <laughs> I I don't know. My, my, my intuition is is my spider sense is tingling yeah it was supposed to be a joke not to actually know, make you but think, I think properly you, about yeah it. but i think you might have hit on something <laughs> do you really think that the animal crossing fans are going to want to play amiibo festival before oh, new, a new horizon comes out no but i bet they could do some kind of marketing ploy with it is what i'm thinking that's the point of view i'm looking at it from Ooh. Oh, what? Like, buy the special edition of Animal Crossing New Horizons yeah. to get a free copy of the Amiibo yeah. Festival. Yep. Yep. Something along oh, those dear. lines. Oh, oh yep. dear. Oh, dear. I, All think, right. you, I think you this might have. This is not cool. This is not good. I think you might have stumbled onto something. <laughs> oh, my God. If we'll it watch. was actually the case. Oh, dear. We'll 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 have to watch this. I want to see. I want to see where they take yeah, this. Watch this I, space. Because I think here here's the the bottom line. Um, mm-hmm. Wii U ports would benefit Nintendo as marketing. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. More than yeah, because they've barely got to spend any money on them, really. Yeah, have they? exactly. Give it to a company like Panic Button who just exactly. ports the game over quite mm-hmm. easily and just adds a couple of new things. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So. 
in my mind, but I mean, again, always remember listeners that I do, I run a business, so I see it from that point of view. Yeah. Um, so looking at it from that point of view, as opposed to a player, um, mm-hmm. it, it that's a marketing opportunity. I it think. kind of is. And that's exactly why I'm thinking the same with Zelda or Mario as yeah. well. Yeah. It, could fit, it fits into the aspect of there are, are two potential games mm-hmm. that could be coming either this year or next year and it's it's a way of keeping them interested until yes. those games come out exactly that's it exactly who doesn't want to play wind waker again oh, for the 14,000th time oh, i've got the do 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 in my head <laughs> right now so <laughs> uh, i always love playing on pirate ship um stage on on oh. smash brothers because of that reason because yeah. it's so colorful and nice it is oh. mm. So good. Anyway, <laughs> we will move on to the next news yes. story. Because if you were if you were living under a rock this week, <laughs> then you wouldn't know about the Pokemon Direct and how much issue that caused oh, with people. Oh, We've, I'm not going to call them out by name, but there were a couple of writers <laughs> on our side who were very angry about it. Yes. And then yes. when they saw it, weren't very angry again. Weren't, were, weren't very angry. They were actually pretty positive, which was very weird. Yes. But that's how it usually goes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the internet was quite surprised that they announced a Pokemon Direct before a main Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct. Yes. But they have reasons. Yeah. They, did, they didn't just go, by the way, Dex, <laughs> like, screw Dex it. Dex it is, is not happening now. Right. And we've added these Pokemon in. No, they haven't. They right. haven't at all. So they... They announced Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Remake for yes. the Switch, which is due to come out in March. Yeah. Which but is... a lot of the focus on the Direct itself was the two new expansion passes that are coming to Pokemon Sword and Shield this year. Yes, which I'm quite interested in. I'm glad you are, because I am not. Interested, maybe curious is really what I mean. I'm curious. Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Now... I mean, for twenty-seven pounds for two passes. So the yeah. first, the first, the first expansion is called the Island of Armor, which comes out in June, mm-hmm. and then we've got the Crown. Uh, I don't know whether it's Thundra or Tundra because I've heard it both ways. Yeah, um, okay. I think it's the Crown Tundra to be fair, which is coming out. They didn't give an exact release date, but it's fall of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So there are some very interesting aspects about this, and. Uh, let me just say that you shouldn't try and watch this whilst you're working. <laughs> That's um, an interesting way to present that. <laughs> yeah, the the live stream wasn't exactly brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it kept cutting out for a lot of people. They apparently missed something at the end of it because they cut it off a little bit too early. Oh, dear. And yeah. there was a bit of technical problems with it, which, um, well, if you know anything about Nintendo, they don't actually know what technology is. So. <laughs> I mean, they, they've at least gotten on board with DLCs. Yeah. Huh. And this is kind of what's annoyed a lot of people, is that they're talking about these two passes as being the essentially the third game that they would usually right. release along in the line. So uh, unless it's last generation where they had four they had four games because it was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, oh, which right. I didn't really understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the only two yeah. it's the only game in the in the series I don't actually own because I won't I refuse to buy it. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. It started getting very uh money grubby. Yeah. <laughs> well well it, it, I mean you always look at 
the Pokemon series and you always see that third option. It's always mm-hmm. supposed to be like the definitive version yeah. of the game. Yes. I always looked at it and I went, I always preferred Pokemon Red and Blue over Yellow because I didn't like the fact that you you just got given Pikachu at the beginning of the in Yellow. Right, yeah. I just, I don't know, I just... Pikachu's cool and everything, but I always preferred a Charmander or a Squirtle. <laughs> yes, always Squirtle, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, I mean, they've got a lot coming to these, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. They're... But essentially what they've done with this is exactly what people surmised when they announced the Wildland or the Wild Area mm-hmm. for Sword and Shield was the fact that these whole islands that they're adding to the game are basically exactly the same as what it is in the uh, in the Wild Area where it's free roaming camera. So right. that's quite cool. I, I, mm-hmm. That was the aspect of it which I really liked is the fact that it's just an open world area. Yeah. And you get the free control of the camera. It looks like that Sword and Shield are basically a tech demo for that, in a sense. And that's the that's the way that they're going to go with the ninth generation, where it's going to be completely integrated into into the game with 3D camera movements, mm-hmm. not just in one area of the game. Right, right. Um, but they're adding 200 Pokemon. Yeah, which I wonder if that's a response to yes okay <laughs> uh, sorry to shut you down so quickly no, there go ahead. But yeah i but i absolutely do think it is because they're adding loads of legendaries to this game as well right right or to the to the two expansions including mm-hmm. galarian forms of which have been shown in the videos of right. articuno moltres and zapdos yes um i saw the uh galarian zapdos and uh i actually saw that completely independent before the pokemon direct and i was like what what you know what is this what are they doing yeah and now it makes (laughs) sense (laughs) yeah but i have to say they did um one of the cool things that they did is they actually added one new pokemon game right now oh slowpoke galarian slowpoke oh wow i didn't know that (laughs) yeah i didn't know that until afterwards and someone said oh you can actually get slowpoke in the game now oh goodness that's what? interesting. That's yeah. Cr- yeah. So, but they are adding a few new Pokemon that haven't mm-hmm. been seen, of course. So they're adding some new legendaries that are exclusive yeah. to these passes. One of the things that I found quite interesting is they've clearly heard that people don't want to spend money. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they are actually allowing these Pokemon to be uh, traded through Pokemon oh, Home or through okay. the trading system, yeah. even if you don't have the pass or the passes oh now that that's good option mm-hmm. so I'm... if you don't want to have to spend the money you are you are still able to at least get a full pokedex oh now see i'm very glad to hear that yeah um, me too that makes it a little bit easier to to take <laughs> yeah the one thing that did annoy a few people or mm-hmm. caused a bit of confusion was the fact that these two passes are very weird than the fact that they are you get them both in a package for £27 or about $30, I think it is. Mm-hmm. But they're exclusive versions, basically. So you, if you own both versions of the game, mm-hmm. you have to spend double. Oh, wow. Oh, Yeah, that is, that's a little strange. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, so you're essentially spending $60 for 
mm-hmm. on these two passes across both versions of the game, and I don't know why anyone would do that. Uh, yeah, that seems that's that's too much. That's yeah, yeah, that's a step too far, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. But to preface yeah. this, they did say that there were version exclusive Pokemon either side. Well, oh god. See again, that? again, they're doing it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. Well. <laughs> I, I love. Look, I'm not going to say that I don't love Satoru Iwata for what he has done for the for Nintendo and games generally over the years. But it was his idea to split to two games. Yeah originally and yeah. that's the worst thing that they have ever done they've said that since the that first time it happened um yeah it's yeah it's always been a, a point of contention so yeah, i don't like it i've yeah i i understand why they did it for the whole trading aspect but yeah yeah i i don't understand why locking off pokemon to a certain <laughs> version is is a still a thing like yeah just i believe i, I think they should just go okay both games are the same they're both identical. Either cut one version of the game and stop crossing mm-hmm. development, basically, on that. Right. Or ha- just say, just choose whichever one you want. Both packages are exactly the same. It's up yeah. to you. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think I think the island specific, or the, the specific gym bosses mm-hmm. w- w- was a nice idea. You get one that's different. So I think Sword was the fighting gym, I believe it was. Right. Uh, B, I think it was the fighting gym leader, and then it was a ghost type in shield. Right, which is right. cool. I, I have no preference to that. I think that's a nice idea, at least. Mm-hmm. But I think the two versions thing is a bit outdated now, and it's probably something yeah. they shouldn't be doing anymore. I I'm going to agree with you on that for sure. Absolutely. That might annoy a lot of Pokemon fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not well, hard to do, as we know. <laughs> Yeah, because the memes have been coming out again about this, and uh, yeah. regardless of the fact that they've added, they're going to be adding two hundred new Pokemon. Still, yes, they are still very upset again. Oh, they, they can't. Are. I'm sorry, but Game Freak can't catch a break on this no. one at all. The whole <laughs> Dexit thing has clearly left a sour, sour oh, taste has. in everyone's mouths. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's they are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this on record. I'll say this now. Stop acting like entitled babies and get on with it. For <laughs> yeah. goodness' sake. Absolutely. Like, have your criticisms. Make mm-hmm. them known. But the way you are acting is really self-entitled. Yeah, absolutely. They don't owe you anything. They are the ones who create this game. If they decide not to make another game, will you be happy? No. Right. So sh- shut up. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Vote with your wallet, as they say. Exactly. There's a big difference between actively vocal criticism and just being an idiot. Oh, God. Just uh, the word you guys use over here is perfect. Whinging. (laughs) Yeah, we we do tend to whinge a lot. Yeah, I like that word. We don't have an equivalent. I mean, I guess we could say whining in the US. Even whinging is almost more it encompasses more <laughs> yeah they i i've seen that um joe merrick on twitter who is also <laughs> the the guy who runs cerebi.net right he's been getting a lot of backlash on twitter because he's oh. actually actively come out and said i support this i right. think this is a good idea i like the dlcs and he's been getting a lot of flack oh. despite the fact of how much that he has done for the community oh, i mean cerebi.net is like the mm-hmm. hub all things pokemon right 
Yeah, worked. even he is not away from backlash. Yeah. No, how, it, how does it yeah. work? That's yeah. <laughs> this isn't his job. He does it for fun. Yeah. People forget that. Uh, I think they yeah. forget that a lot. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And th- this is why I'm saying about self-entitled babies who think they belong, they own it. They don't own it. Just no. get, give it a rest for goodness sakes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does annoy me. I like the gaming community because we are very vocal. We are mm-hmm. very active and we are usually on the cutting edge of changing things. It's oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Just look at how, how the community reacted to this whole Battlefront 2 situation mm-hmm. a few years ago and how yes. we got an active change out of EA. Yes. EA. Yeah. Yeah. We'd start getting blood from a stone with them. <laughs> but yet we managed to change that entire game because mm-hmm. we were so active in a positive way. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yet, but that's... This is- this is not positive. Yeah, this I was going to say that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, this is just, this is just negative for the sake of negative. Yes. And I don't. Yes. I don't understand it. I don't really understand some people's thinking sometimes. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, but we'll move away from controversy now. Yes. To more controversy. <laughs> I was going to say, and we'll go right back into it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know if you know much about CES. Um, well, I do personally, but uh, probably uh, do a little quick review for the listeners. Uh, yeah, so CES is the Computer Entertainment mm-hmm. uh, Showcase, I think it is. Uh, what showcase, it yes. Yeah, I'm actually surprised I remembered that. That's Yeah, pretty good, <laughs> uh, actually. So <laughs> it's essentially a tech giant's thing at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You where they pretty much outlined their plans for the entire... We had companies like AMD and NVIDIA there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are showing off the graphics cards, all that sort of thing. Um, you, you've got some big tech giants there like Sony who unveil TVs that, are, that yeah. the common man will never, ever, ever be able to afford. Yes. Uh, like their ninety thousand dollar TV that they'd announced one year, oh, which God. was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's it's also a chance for people to throw out the craziest ideas that are never going to be made. <laughs> yeah, they're essentially like um, like say you'd see a car manufacturer release mm-hmm. a, a show off a car that they go, this is a concept car. Yes, that's never, ever ever going to be out generally in the public it's basically showing their next line of technology and yeah yeah it's like this is what we could potentially be doing in five years time if the technology stays like this yeah exactly but it it rarely ever ever comes to pass um no in fact i think ces was and this was oh like a decade ago was the first place they unveiled the uh the tvs that were uh so thin and uh would curve which oh yeah now we're finally starting to get them we're getting those but they've now taken that technology and then uh started doing the um the monitors that you can fold uh, yeah, and that was like five years ago, uh, which was a complete disaster. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. But now they've released a uh, laptop that is just an entire screen that yeah. just folds. I, you know, it's it's a good idea, and I love innovation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just i I don't know that that's going to come to pass the way no. everyone wants it to. 
And no, like, just look at Samsung and their folding it, phone. Exactly. Well, did that it? was an absolute disaster. Um, I kind of yeah. liken it, liken it to like uh, in the late sixties, early seventies. A lot of the sci-fi stuff was yeah video phones, um, mm-hmm. which would be like a regular landline telephone that also was you know had video yeah, just, two-way video yeah it just had like a video screen come out of the handset yeah exactly well i mean here we are i don't know how many years later what is that 50 years, 50 odd years. <laughs> nearly 60 years yeah and that was seen as the future of tech and now we have phones uh you know uh handheld phones uh mobile yeah. phones and of course they've got you know cameras and and stuff so yeah what they picture originally it eventually comes to pass but it's in a different form i guess yeah. is what i'm saying so yeah well technology evolves over the years it does doesn't it? It's, but they yeah, that concept is not exactly going to be true to what they envision exactly uh yeah because they've been trying to make uh foldable and you know malleable screens i'm telling you definitely for at least 10 years if not more yeah um, Minimum uh, 10 years. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes like 20 odd years. Oh, though. yeah. And when it that. does come out, it'll be something very different than. I, yeah. That's my theory, anyway. But. Oh, of course. All that to say, I love CES. <laughs> CES is a good. It is quite good because we see yeah. a lot of really interesting tech come out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then you've got Sony. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself but say that because <laughs> my true. goodness, this caused a storm on Twitter, which was uh, hilarious. It was very good, very good. So, so Sony puts out on Twitter that we should be watching CS for a reason, right? Only to show off the logo for the PlayStation Five. <sighs> the logo, yeah, that is essentially the PS4 logo. Mm-hmm. And they've literally gone, all right, let's go into Photoshop, take the four out, put the five in. <laughs> they haven't done anything new. Nope. It is I suppose they the... don't need to. They don't. Honestly, they don't need to. But no. to make that much fanfare, yep. uh, it, that's, uh, you have to wonder if that was a troll. You have to wonder. I think it was. I, I do too. I want to believe it is. <laughs> I hope it was. Because otherwise, I'm going to be really disappointed in Sony. You know, I wonder if they didn't go with PSV because of the PSVR. I kind of wonder that. I f- I'm agreeing here. Yeah. I think that would have only made things a little bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. Also, because, because they haven't Roman numeraled all their other consoles either. Yeah, um, which is true. I mean, that is true. Uh, yeah. And there is one thing that you learn uh like when you take business courses and stuff that yep. when it comes to logos and branding simple works uh yeah exactly. the simpler the better uh my own personal logo for my business is just black and white uh, and uh very stylized and simple yeah uh, of course yeah so in a way i get it yes. yeah so do i they're onto a winner really because they've got record brands that exactly and the ps4 was a huge seller along with like the ps2 and the ps1 absolutely and even the ps3 well yeah even they're all exactly um they all charted uh yeah exactly 
Yeah. And then you just look at the PS3. Mm-hmm. The PS3, when it was originally launched, had a completely different way of doing things. Like, yes, the PlayStation logo itself, that odd P with the S in the background. Yeah. Um, which I didn't actually know was an S before, like for many, many years, which is really bad of me oh, to know. Well, I, was, um, I thought it was genius. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but they changed all the, the local in, like the, the lettering for that to make it, it more like Sony's, um, like just a Sony branding sort of thing. Wasn't it, if I, now correct me if I'm wrong. Spider-Man font. I was going to say, wasn't it Spider-Man font? It was the Spider-Man font. Um, yeah, which I only put together, I don't know, not that long ago, uh, a couple yeah. months ago, when mm-hmm. uh, I, I saw the Spider-Man logo uh, come up yeah. on something, the old one from, from that. The yeah, Spider-Man way 1, back. 2, and 3. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and then it, I was like, why does that look like the PlayStation 3 font? Then I went, oh, they're That's both owned by it, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah. did you notice that a couple of years later when they rebranded or redesigned the PlayStation 3, they changed that and mm-hmm. they changed it to what it is now? Yes, that's right. Which is just PS3 rather than the full PlayStation 3. Yeah. Because um, I've actually got them here. I've got a couple of boxes mm-hmm. uh, for PlayStation 3 games that are like old ones, like Fallout 3, that have got right. the old branding on it. Yeah. And they look... Uh, I'm going to pick one up compared to, like, say, Dead Space f- uh, Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2. have got mm-hmm. two different kind of logo in on them. Right. So they changed the logo in from the, the Sony font on the side of the cases to the mm-hmm. top. Yes. So they moved the whole thing around, and it was very weird. But yeah. it seemed to have worked for them, of course. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, they, they've stuck with that branding, that logo in, and it's just, it's, you know. It's... It, it, I don't mean this as a pun, but it's uh, iconic. Um, it really is. And uh, I think it's recognizable. Um, I Agreed. Think, you know, it's... I For a logo, it's good. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. okay. Uh, but but it's, I, just, it's just yeah. the way that someone clearly but, went in and just did five-minute yeah. work on Photoshop. And then to, to make such a build-up for it, you know. Yeah, like, mm. and it was... <laughs> the funny thing is that even before this CNS, CES announcement mm-hmm. is that people had already basically mocked it up themselves and oh, gone, yeah. this is what the PS5 is going to look like, <laughs> like logo-wise, and it is exactly what the mock-up was. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, okay. <laughs> and yet um, someone's paid multi-millions oh, of dollars just to mock that up in Photoshop. Uh, logo design is, if you can get into that, that is a lucrative career, I'm here to tell yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, so we won't go too much more into yeah. it. I just thought it was funny, and it some is. of the memes have oh. been pretty good with yeah. this. It's they've been great. I've loved them. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll notice that we talk about memes a lot. We, we love do. our memes. We yeah. do. You'll start seeing some more from our uh, Twitter account. Which, yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, we'll mention at the end. <laughs> of course. Um, okay, so that's going to cover us for the news this week. It's been a bit of a lighter week, but those are some pretty big stories, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, God, it's just January. Hard to believe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> second, second week of January of a five-week month. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I'm so broke. Oh, no, everyone is. Oh, I'm dying. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> that does bring us to our next segment, which, as I 
always say is supposed to be a two minute segment uh, called You Got This. Um, and it's a moment to begin your week where you just kind of chill for a couple minutes um, yep. and just kind of take it easy and, and, and think through your week. Um, and this week I'm actually going to read a very small little, uh, uh, thing I got off of Twitter. Uh, it's from a follower, a follower, uh, from a, an account called, uh, talk, yeah. talk to the Hatter, which is talk underscore two underscore the underscore hat. Um, I yep. think he's a writer. Uh, I followed okay. him for a while. He's, he's got, he's pretty well known but he said he posted something that really resonated with me uh and i thought i would share it with everyone um and that is uh he starts it with heal traumas resurface for a reason you give them power you give them charge healing happens in layers first you need to strip the power then you need to diffuse the charge until they no longer trigger you because you heal. And mm. so for this, you got this seg- segment. Um, everyone, trauma is different to everyone. We all experience our own levels and it's yeah. personal to, to the person. Um, but one thing that you can do is to take charge of your healing. Yeah. And because I think there's another saying that says, uh, if you don't heal yourself, you'll bleed all over the next person. Um, A little bit visceral, but yeah. Yeah. um, Emotionally bleed. Um, Yeah, I know what it is. And, um, but it's very true. Um, Yeah. So, and it can be minor things, but if it's something that sticks in your head, if it's something that has really affected you uh, inside, it will affect you outside as well. And yeah. Then it kind of becomes your responsibility to uh, take control, take charge, and uh, you know pursue your own healing, whatever that may be. Um, yeah. And you know we always mention the Samaritans. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, again, they're a great place to start. Uh, yep. I know that if you're on the NHS, you can request um, a few weeks of what's called CBT uh, yeah. therapy, and that's a really good starting place. And it, it, Yeah, it's yeah. an excellent starting place. It just does take a little bit of time to get mm-hmm. through because there is quite a few people who are seeking yeah. that help themselves so that just be true. patient with that one because it took me a fair while for that yes um i actually uh did the same as well um and it it does it takes it takes a few weeks uh but it's it's worth it in the end yeah agreed uh and then as always uh we always say that we're here to listen yep. And I can definitely personally attest that Pete is a fabulous listener. <laughs> I try. I, yeah. I mock you sometimes, but that's that's all well, just part of it. I was going to say, I'd, I'd be disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> Look, sometimes the best way to heal a problem is through humour. Yes. Oh, I'm you a know. big believer in that. Yeah, um, sometimes you just go, you know, even if you're talking to someone about the most, like, 
ridiculous <laughs> thing that you're talking about like just it it really gets to you and it's yeah. <laughs> one of those things that you just can't seem to see why it's causing you such an upset you just go it's someone making a joke about it yeah just make it such a light situation you go why am i overthinking exactly. this situation what is, what is the deal here you know yeah but you know it it does take it takes a few moments to find out some find someone who is willing to listen mm-hmm. to you who's yeah. willing to take stock of everything you're saying not just oh you know this situation is affecting you because of this they're not mm-hmm. Some people aren't willing to answer all your all your situations. And I don't think that's the way to heal. They right. just they let you talk. And the way that you the way that you can sometimes can heal yourself is by talking yourself out of that situation as that, well. Yes. Because if you, you put it out out there in words, like out loud, mm-hmm. you start to think about it a little bit more than you would if you're an insular person. Absolutely. And, you, and and then hearing it out loud can sometimes make you think this is ridiculous <laughs> yes i've done it yeah. so many times oh. where i've i've overthought something and Absolutely. then i say it to someone like you or to my yeah. partner and go hold on this is really ridiculous isn't it right exactly it, uh, i'm not saying that everything is completely ridiculous i'm not saying well, that at no all because no there but... are some very strong situations that do happen that yeah but it's are, are very emotional very easy to get yourselves into situations oh, yeah. where very down about them um, but having someone to talk to is the mm-hmm. best thing that you can do just yeah find someone that you trust yes who you are happy to discuss this with who isn't going to mock you like i do I, i'm joking <laughs> unless I don't you mock- need that unless you need which i do so <laughs> yeah i i honestly do do really believe that healing through humor is oh, the greatest yeah. things that we can have and i only mock kylie because i think because we're so we're we're closer now than we have obviously been because of this podcast right where we can actually take the mick out of each other oh, quite a lot and get away with it yeah but also she knows full well and i know full well that it's mm-hmm. not we're not trying to be oh no for one better word a, a, an idiot about it right right we're just it's just how we are yeah we just we like to wind each other up yes <laughs> <laughs> And um and and really that's that's what you need is to find inside of you what your thing is. Um yeah. I do heal by humor. I've frequently mentioned unicorn chasers, uh, which yeah. is like YouTube videos or something that I'll go find that mm-hmm. will uh, you know, lighten my mood uh, of course. type of thing. And um but the what it all comes down to is taking that first step and say I need to heal. Um, yeah. And so um, that's that's really what I want you to go forth this week. And, of course. Yeah. And think, you know, you've got this. You've so got this. Um, and if you don't got this, then exactly. talk to someone. Yes. Please talk with someone. Again, it could be either of us, which will give you our contact info at the end, or the Samaritans. Or, um, or if you're outside of the UK, then, um, you know, the National Suicide Prevention yes. Hotline or something along those lines if you're in America. Absolutely. And, you know, if you feel like you want to remain anonymous, the those lines are excellent for that. But there's... Yeah 
also various things um, on the internet. There's internet sites uh, where you can just spill your guts without yeah. any identifying information, and people will say, you know, I, I get it. I understand. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get that as well. You know, yeah. it's, it's quite hard to find someone that you trust and i especially find that very difficult um Mm -hmm. i've had a lot of people in the past who have abused that sort of power situation to the point where i I do find it very difficult to be as trusting as i once was but yeah yeah it's through that situation you find out who you're who who the people that you need around absolutely absolutely and let's face it it's part of growing up (laughs) um so that's this week's you got this and just remember you got this and we're here for you of course we'll give you the details at the end yes uh, where you can get hold of us yes okay thanks for that that was that's a really good one actually i thought it was very interesting very good i hope so um yeah yeah so we will move on to more light-hearted topics yes no well wait (laughs) we're gonna start a console war here i was gonna say (laughs) light-hearted for who (laughs) so if you listened last week you know that we covered games Mm -hmm. and you may have been thinking there is something very absent here why didn't we talk the new consoles yeah and it and it was the day after that i went why didn't we talk about the consoles <laughs> the most important part of it <laughs> yeah so this year we have got obviously we've mentioned them already the playstation 5 and mm-hmm. the xbox series x coming out yeah I spent uh, round holiday of this year in 2020 yes so let's discuss them and we're going to preview them basically but we don't this is the problem some of the information is still very slim yes they're not they're not officially officially been unveiled really apart from promote a promotional video from xbox series x yeah and a few uh tech radar or is it wired articles that from mark cerny of playstation 5 mm-hmm. uh, who is actually the lead architect on the system like he was on the ps4 right let's hope we don't get knack free <laughs> yeah <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, because that was essentially just a tech demo, wasn't it? That just is to show exactly what PS4 could do. Yeah, that's exactly so, what that was. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you which mm-hmm. one shall we cover first? Do you want to talk um, PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X specs? Uh, well, I will say that because there's more uh, PS5 specs, I think okay. um, maybe we should start with Xbox yeah sure because it's so, it's pretty cut and dry uh okay so yeah. this may bore some of the people who do not care essentially <laughs> about what actually powers their boxes yes but i don't care we're going to talk them because yes. i think these are i think these are important to show what kind of a step up that we are going to yeah. actually have in exactly. in the next generation so um obviously with the ps4 and the xbox one we had what was essentially the um the jaguar uh, jaguar architecture or jaguar if you are in the americas mm-hmm. <laughs> um which in all fairness are very underpowered very uh very bad now at the time they were yeah. they, 
they were yeah. decent, but they were very hard to process for or to develop for. Yes, they were always. It was always stated that the, the Xbox One and the PS4 developments weren't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, they got easier over time, as to be expected. But yeah. it was the same essential situation that they had with the PS3 as well, which is why it was such a nightmare to put, uh, to program for. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. Uh, in terms of the Xbox and One X, um, yeah, let's go over tech speak. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> um, so the process that they're using this time around, I think we have kind of mentioned that it is a custom AMD rather than uh, it's custom AMD Zen two architecture. Right. Which is essentially what most gaming PCs are using nowadays. Yes. Um, AMD has proven to have just... I don't want to say come out of left field, because that's not accurate. They've always been Mm. around. But I would say the last few years, they have really stepped up their game. Not Not only in their power delivery, which is really good um but their yeah. price um shocking they're very com- they're yeah. very competitive in terms of their price which i think is very interesting yeah um which as far as as pc builds go uh i i was quite pleased about because i i built my recent one that i'm using right now um yeah and uh i just I'm I'm really pleased. I I'm pleased they they've went and stuck with with AMD. But then you think, of course they do because this is Microsoft. Mm. Um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. But that's the thing is that AMD have come up so much in the last last few years, mm-hmm. especially since the Ryzen cores came out. Mm-hmm. That actually like they have definitely put a dent into Nvidia's um, yes. oh, into Nvidia yeah. completely. Yes, and that's what I'm really interested to see. Actually, is mm-hmm. um, or into Intel themselves mm-hmm. um, that we will see a lot more interesting stuff based on the AMD architecture rather than the uh, the Intel or whatever side you want to look at. Right. In that, um, but it's also the same thing that they're also using AMD for their graphics as well, which is yeah. Um, uh, let's say that's not unusual because if no. you want AMD processor you've got an amd graphics card exactly like those kind of go hand in hand in my head um yeah there's no that's not to say that you can't exactly uh, can't use nvidia's uh graphics cards because i have heard that there are people running ryzen cores in their Mm -hmm. game pcs along with like a uh um you know a nvidia like 1080 ti or uh, a a 2060 or something like that yeah yeah um yeah, like there's uh, absolutely um, t- the words right out. Uh, you can definitely do that. Um, for for me, I just stay the same across the board for no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I literally don't have a reason. I just like uh, I don't know. It's it's a cheesy thing in my head that yeah. well, if they both got the same name, well, they'll work better together. Um, <laughs> And that you did very much sound like you're very Texan there. That as was well. my Texan accent. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the the voice inside my head is very Texan. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so it's, I think 
mainly what um, what Microsoft have done here, uh, it's quite a smart one, I think, mm-hmm. is they've decided the processor and the graphics card are the most important parts of and these these boxes. I would and agree. to alleviate cost on a on a much wider scale, mm-hmm. they have just got a deal with AMD here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, from yeah, absolutely. From a business point of view, this is exactly the path you would take. Um, yep. it's not a big surprise. Um, yeah. I, I find it interesting though, that, uh, Phil Spencer was quoted as saying, uh, we wanted to have a dramatic upgrade from the Xbox one base console, which, okay. Yep. Yes. They needed to, because they have to justify the cost. Uh, yep. so when we do the math, we're over eight times the GPU power of the Xbox one and two times what an Xbox one X is. Um, that is interesting. I think that's a very interesting way to phrase that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that, I don't know that that's the best math. (laughs) No. I think he's overestimating. If you want to be on it, if I want to, yeah. I think so as well. Yes. On paper, those numbers uh, eight times and two times on paper those numbers do what he's safe in saying that uh, but when you've got the um, the CPU is uh, 3.5 gigahertz eight core mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the 1x which is a 2.3 gigahertz eight core yeah you're not taking that big of a jump <laughs> no you're not but this that's the thing is that the um yeah it's a 3.6 gigahertz eight core um, yeah on the xbox series x yeah and uh so i think he's saying that the yeah the one the xbox one x is two times that it's not quite i, I would it's just me uh but i would say yeah, maybe I, one and a half times <laughs> I, would, I would honestly wait to see how it's gonna I be do, yeah because yeah. um, they, they... Leave it, I, I will say it now that mm-hmm. apparently um, there was a couple of things that happened over the last few weeks where we've been where they've been talking a little bit more about them. Where um, obviously Phil Spencer's changed his display picture on Twitter to the pro, uh, the processor itself, right? Just a picture of the processor that says eight K on it, uh-huh. which which I thought was really funny. That is funny. Um, <laughs> So he just put a picture out there that was basically the processor that's going to be used on the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. And just put it as his display picture on Twitter, which I found very weird. Yes. I mean, but, it, it is yeah. important. But oh, No, I was going to say, it. it is important. The processor is important, but it's not... It doesn't matter how strong your processor is if the stuff around it isn't working in tandem to make it exactly. powerful. Yeah. I mean, you just look at, you go onto things like PC Specialist if you're trying mm-hmm. to actually build a PC. Yes. And you'll yes. get so many notifications that say to you, oh, by the way, this doesn't work with this mm-hmm. and this doesn't work with that. So you've got to do a lot of tinkering around with it and yeah. find out the most optimal yes. way of doing things. Absolutely. And most of the time, you're not going to find things that work completely in tandem with each other, despite the fact that's exactly what you want. Right. Um, <laughs> So it, it's all about a configuration and how you put it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, even when I was building this, I actually took my um, my processor down a peg. 
yep. to work with the graphics card that I wanted. I particularly wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it it's a great gaming PC, but it's not great for, let's say, editing video. Um, no, that's a whole different it, process entirely. Exactly. Um, it creates a bottleneck and that kind of thing. But mm. for gaming, it's I could perfect. take that step down. Yeah, exactly. So having said that, it's the same for, of course, a console. Um, yeah, exactly. These are, aren't just built to do, just to play games. They are entertainment units, right. in a sense. So they're going to want to play your video and you know your netflix your youtubes and all that sort of thing that everyone strives to have mm-hmm. on their all-in-one entertainment boxes now you know i wonder so, oh go ahead uh i was just going to say that mm-hmm. you know you've got to make sure that the processes are completely maximized to yes. be able to actually process all of this whilst not overheating or breaking yes. the thing pretty much Which... so like you said with bottlenecking mm-hmm. and um to one point i'll say even though we're not quite there yet uh the mm. playstation i think the way the uh developer model looks it mm-hmm. is got a lot of um uh airflow which yeah. makes me well, like oh are we yeah. you know <laughs> are we, well, we all powerful? know about the <laughs> do what we all know about the ufo <laughs> yes yeah but then but then you look at the xbox series x and how it's designed well and you've got a huge airflow function on the the top top. yeah which i mean it was lit up in green as well in that video which is yeah i think's very cool but if you're playing your console at night jesus christ that is going to light your whole room up i've got leds on everything on my tv and my (laughs) computer and my office right now is glowing green because (laughs) so basically what you're saying is your office is a christmas tree it it really is oh my gosh (laughs) it is um but what i was gonna say a while ago was um i kind of wonder way back in the old days of the retro consoles um Mm -hmm. they used to do a lot of uh well what was it uh sega does what nintendo don't uh Uh, yeah yeah well you kind of well it's Sega does what Nintendo don't. Okay, that. Um, (laughs) But a lot of what they would do was that they would create buzzwords. um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Blast processing. Yes, yes. Blast processing, exactly. And then, you know, it was like 32-bit, you know, versus 16-bit. When when you went under the hood, there was no real difference. No, there wasn't. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if... Maybe we should go on high alert again. Uh, we are, well, I was going to bring this up actually. Mm-hmm. Someone brought this up, and I think it was Review Tech USA, really, really good for mm-hmm. like tech and stuff, and Linus Tech Tech oh, Reviews yes. as well. Yes. They're they're very good in this yes. sort of respect. Absolutely. But one of them, I think it was Review Tech says we basically have moved now in the nineties from the Bit War mm-hmm. to now being in the twenty twenties. To the teraflop war. Yes. Ah. Oh, yes. That's it. It's that's all, it exactly. It's literally all about the teraflops now, because yeah. that's all we're ever going to hear. Because the graphics card, obviously, we mentioned a classic AMD Navi-based mm-hmm. GPU, but it says next to it that it's got twelve teraflops of power. Right. Now, we're we're already hearing that potentially the PS5 will have less than twelve teraflops. Right. 
So, but again, yeah, <laughs> yeah, again, listeners, you have to be aware that just because the number is bigger uh, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean more power. power. Yeah, yeah. No, it's how they configure yes. the entire box mm-hmm. unit itself. I mean, like we said, with custom PCs, you can configure them how you like. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you want literally just a gaming PC then you're going to configure it to the best specs possible. Mm-hmm. But if you try to do anything else other than yeah, that, it, it's going to it's gonna flop, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's going to tear a flop. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was terrible. I, I know. Terrible. I'm, I'm leaving... <laughs> oh, God, that was even worse. <laughs> That's why you listen, people, for our puns. <laughs> I thought they listened for our really bad jokes. Ah, uh, oh clearly. Yes. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're getting at there. It's just you know, it, it's not necessarily about all the speculation, the numbers, all that sort of thing. It's just it's the optimization. How yeah. well are each company That's, going to optimize the boxes? That is the key word um, in yeah. all of this, which is optimization, um, yeah. because there's. I, there's so much you can do. Um, I mean, even as far as the RAM goes, they've got uh, the Xbox Series X is going to have 13 gig for games and three yeah, guaranteed. gigs. Yeah, guaranteed. And three gigs for uh, the operating system. Um, yeah. Which I can tell you right now, um, that's very small. Um, it's it is quite small for the operating most to be honest most gaming pcs will actually only will only usually have about 16 gigs of ram anyway yeah well on a a pc as well the the operating system will take more that's ram really what i'm kind of saying is that even nowadays i wouldn't now this is again we're strictly talking pc and i realize that is different but I wouldn't yep. go under four gig, so that kind of has a little bit of a flag up for me, uh, it, just out of curiosity. Mm, um, I'm going to say no, actually, because I think uh, I'm going to sit on the other side of the fence here. Sure. I think three is going to be a good amount for the um, for the operating system itself, because I think what one of the issues with the Xbox One, which is why mm-hmm. they had to redevelop it into the Xbox One X, mm-hmm. is that the operating system used far too much RAM. It, it did, yeah, absolutely. So I think they're trying to optimize it so that it use it utilizes less of the RAM on the operating system, so mm, they can maximize more out on saying. the games themselves. Okay, I can see. Okay, okay, I. I want to, yeah. I want to see how this goes. I, I see yeah. exactly what you're saying, um, mm. and I could see it that way. Yeah. Um, but it is for the moment noted in my head that uh, I I would I would have done four for operating system, yeah. but we'll we'll watch Fair and enough. see. It's all about, uh, you know, it, it's all about how the how it plays. It, it's performance. Yeah. That that's what it comes I'll, down to. Exactly, and yeah. I'll mention one one particular console that is quite underpowered at the moment, mm-hmm. but seems to utilize the the processor and the, the memory itself very well in in the operating system, and how it uses very little is the Switch. Yes, it's a very the they basically mm-hmm. optimized that uh, mm-hmm. Tegra X One chip 
to yeah. be able to utilize less of the power on the operating system so that it boots up very quickly mm-hmm. and is very minimalist in terms of its processing power on the on its quote dashboard yes as we you know so it, it launches into games ultimately a lot quicker than the uh the xbox one and the ps4 do yeah um and and honestly now now that you brought that up actually um i would like to see both uh next generation consoles uh do a more streamlined um i don't know whatever they want to call it uh you know dashboard store whatever yeah but i mean like the right now i've got my xbox up which is you know why Mm -hmm. i'm pointing this out it's so bogged down with stuff that it doesn't need <laughs> it's too cluttered for sure it's and that very was, too cluttered yeah i was a bit disappointed with that in terms of the xbox one x yeah is the the dashboard itself it mm-hmm. itself i mean it runs all right it's oh, just yeah, it's it a cluttered runs, mess to be honest it's a big mess and then they seem to have started selling ad space <laughs> Yeah, they have, but that's Microsoft for you. Yeah, I was very disappointed in that when that started up like a year or two ago. I don't know. I I didn't pay attention to it, but uh, until about a couple of years ago. Um, And then, uh, so I I would think, this is just my logic, stripping that down would then, you wouldn't need a very large, uh, you know, a lot of you know we wouldn't need that processing you know the ram or to to power the the operating system if you strip it down and i think nintendo is is absolutely a perfect um example of that i love their store i think it's quite streamlined yeah it is streamlined but it's um uh, it's more mainly for the actual operating system itself and how how you manage to get from the home screen into games pretty quickly because it's it's not bottlenecking it. It's just right, exactly. It's, yeah, utilize so little of the RAM for that operating system because it's got so little on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to those who who like spec specs and lots of uh, you know, lots of lots of numbers and letters thrown <laughs> at you, you know, this is going to be utilizing GDDR6 mm-hmm. RAM. Yeah. But I think we have kind of mentioned about the operating system, and I think one of the things that is going to make things a lot more smoother. So if you were looking at the 16 gigs of RAM mm-hmm. there and the 13 gigs of guaranteed RAM for game developers to be able to utilize yeah. and for that might be a little bit underpowered like you did. Yeah. This is where I think it's going to change things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the N- NVMe mm-hmm. SSD drives. I am very pleased that both uh consoles are going to be utilizing ssd yep perfect like most gaming pcs will come with a solid state drive now and they oh yeah mike mike cerny himself was talking about this with the ps5 how when he was running marvel's spider-man on the on the ps5 development unit how (laughs) sometimes the loading could take a little bit of time uh i think the i can't remember exactly how much he said it was on the ps4 but he said he managed to get the load times down to less than five seconds i think oh, it was wow yeah so um, i wonder if... it might even be less than that to be fair but mm-hmm. they have managed to significantly cut down on load times and yeah because that's exactly what 
to bring it down simple terms, that's exactly what an SSD will do. Um, it yeah. allows, oh, how do I describe this? It allows, let's say your console is a brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, SSD allows you to multitask. Um, yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. I think I couldn't put it better any other way, really. Yeah. Uh, and so that means that, yes, by association, the load times will go down. Um, the, yeah. uh, that should also make cutscenes be smoother. Um, yeah, so you probably won't have as many issues with rating and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. It, it is essentially taking some of the process away mm -hmm. from the memory yes. units. And it. it's essentially storing some of that process yep. on its solid state drive to be able to read it as quick, uh, much more quickly. And it reads yeah. up to uh, two gigabytes per second, apparently. Yeah, and see, that's, that's going to be a huge help. Um, yeah. I think... Honestly, now, okay, this is just me and my nerdy self. Um, honestly, that has been the uh, most exciting bit of the tech that either console has announced that I personally have been like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I both, I saw, at first, I saw the PlayStation announce it first. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, which kind of... Ultimately, I'm going to get both. Let's just be honest. Uh, I probably will eventually. Yeah. Um, but when PlayStation came out with the SSD first specs listed, yep. uh, then I was like, oh, well, I'm going with the PS5, uh, obviously. Yeah. But now they're both doing it. I'll have to watch performance because uh, I don't I don't buy yeah. on first day. I usually wait. A good three months to let the bugs go out. Sometimes I, yeah, of course, I actually waited for on no 360. I got day of, but the first Xbox, I waited. Um, I waited a year um, because yeah. it was buggy as frick. So was the 360. Yeah, I, to be honest, I uh, we won't go into the 360. <laughs> yeah. so, Red Ring of um, Death. I, oh. I've had far too many of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had, uh, my I had first a good one couple had to go back. break because of Red mm -hmm. Rings. Yep. And um, I wasn't even there day one in November of 2005. I was there February 2006. Wow, okay. So well, I'd given that... it a few months, yeah. and it was still a bit of a mess, oh. if, truth be told. I, I will say that I, I bought mine, and then four months later, Red Ring... And I sent it back oh, because that's wow. back when, uh, you know, Microsoft was like, they, they went back and said, you know what? Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll exchange it. Issue. Yeah. Yeah. We, we messed up. So yeah, I got one I of think those. I remember, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I think I remember reading at 57 odd percent mm -hmm. of all Xbox 360s had the Red Ring of Death yeah. problem. It was, yeah, it was, it I, was significantly hard. Yeah, because I will say that me and two friends of mine bought ours on the same day. Yeah. Um, one of them got the Halo edition, and then um, yeah. I had the regular, and then I think my f other friend had just one step up, like the bigger uh, hard drive. Oh, the bigger hard drive, yeah. Yeah, and uh, mine and the Halo one red-ringed, so that was two out of three. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's not a surprise. And that, that fits quite nicely with their their 50-odd something, 57% <laughs> yeah. because it is nearly two-thirds. Yeah, they almost lost me as a fangirl uh, until they said... Uh, I, I, I know, it's crazy. Uh, 
but no, they, don't worry. They nearly did with me as well. Yeah. I wasn't a fanboy, but uh, I, I was, I was a fan girl at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember why I was so mad at the PlayStation. Can't. Who knows? Who knows back then? <laughs> because the PlayStation Three was a. Uh, it was a uh, paperweight. Expensive paperweight. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was mad at the. I had like legitimate reasons though. Oh my gosh! Just fangirl and fanboys. We're insane. Uh, yeah, you. Are. Yeah, because looking back on it, I'm like, why was yeah. I so irate? But of course, it's quite funny though. Just before you carry on, yeah, um, I I got called a fanboy at work the other day by someone <laughs> oh, right. oh, a couple of weeks ago. Right. We were discussing. Uh, we, I'd seen something on Twitter, and we were discussing the idea of fanboys. This guy is pretty pretty solidly on the Microsoft aspect. Right. And he called me a Nintendo fanboy. Oh my gosh. Well And I went I went, Hold on a minute. I'm not a fanboy because I can actively <laughs> criticize the company yeah. that I do like. Exactly. And then I came back to him this week and I went, I yeah. bought an Xbox One X. I'm not a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See I'm 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 very much yes, I used to be very aligned with one or the other. Uh, started I would agree. out, yeah. Started out PlayStation, and then once they dropped the PlayStation Three, I switched allegiances to the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Um, yeah. But now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I uh, I just buy them, all of them. I don't yeah, care. me too. I just don't care. <laughs> I switched. Just my give me good games. Yeah, I, my my allegiance is to games now. Like whoever makes yeah, the me best too. game. Yeah. But originally, my allegiances were actually to Sega. Oh yeah, okay. I know, I yeah. know. Coming from, I know. But Absolutely. yeah, I, I am more about the games than anything, and I, I will mm. criticize any company that puts oh, out yeah. an underpowered or or a, a, a console that most oh. people either like or dislike. I don't care. I'm from my aspect. I I will I will actively criticize anything that makes a misstep. Which is why yep. I'm so vocal about the uh, the N64 being a piece of junk. It really was, um, <laughs> it, yeah. And then, uh, like, but even when um, you know, I was a diehard Xbox 360 fan. <clears throat> yeah. I then they came out with the X X Xbone, uh, and <laughs> which I love calling it that. But Me when too. they when they came out with the always on. You know, always, oh, yeah, yeah, that, I that was, all in one entertainment unit, like yeah. the, the and you had to be connected to the internet. Um, oh. I lost it. I was like, oh well, you know what? Microsoft has lost me. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I was the same. I literally, yeah. I was a 360 player though. I was mm-hmm. a PS3. Yeah. And when they when they started talking about DRMs on the Xbox One, I yep. went right. I don't yep. even have to see the box. I'm getting it, a PlayStation Four. It, exactly my reaction. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And then um. I'm not gonna lie. I've said it before. PlayStation knew they picked up that marketing and just they, ran with it. They didn't um, have to do anything as soon didn't. as they said about game sharing mm-hmm. on the Xbox One. Yep. They came out with that video like a day <laughs> later right. with them them two just sharing a game That's between it, each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. And it was it was marketing genius. It was. It was absolutely it just was. Um perfect, and, but yeah. So we I don't know. probably talk about <laughs> PlayStation specs. <laughs> well, we kinda have been at the same time. I was gonna say <laughs> this is one of the things that I'm gonna mention is mm-hmm. that most of the specs that we've got given for both consoles are very similar. They are. They're not 
they're not too dissimilar let's just say right um so going back to it obviously we're going to have an optical drive on both by mm-hmm. the looks of it yeah um we've definitely seen that on the xbox series x because that was shown yep. on there yeah um but they are 4k blu-ray drives so it was probably more than likely that they will increase the size of the disc to be um uhd mm-hmm. blu-rays like yeah. they are releasing on movies now mm-hmm. uh, i think some games have uh, like with red dead 2 and all that they did come over two blu-ray discs they did yeah uh will that will probably stop once we start using the uh larger blu-ray discs that mm-hmm. we are getting given now um yeah. but i wanted to talk about video output on this because this is an interesting one i'm not too sure how they're going to do this but <laughs> yeah. it sounds like future proofing to me that, yes but they're saying that it's potential for 8k resolution yes um i don't i look i'm just gonna just be very upfront with our listeners yep. 4k and 8k aren't going to mean a hill of beans if your refresh rate of your tv is not high or if the refresh rate on the console is not very high either right yes yes sorry yeah um yeah i was yeah it does work both ways yeah um yes your console has to work in tandem with your you know monitor or television um, yeah, which is why monitors seem to work better than most TVs. Yes. That's why a lot of gamers swear by a gaming monitor because the refresh rate yeah. is always so good on them. It's much better. And that's why I also want to say, um, and the industry would probably not like people like me, but you know how sometimes you'll see, uh, well, I'll just use, we. there's a... A, a, a store over here it's not quite yeah. like anything we have back in the u.s which is called Ar- argos um, oh yeah good old argos yeah argos and then they kind of compete their tech kind of competes with uh curry's which is a yeah another tech seller sometimes you'll yeah. see they have 4k tvs for mm-hmm. you know under like 500 quid you know you're talking like 350 quid for a 40 inch you know 4k oh my gosh that's amazing run out and get it it's really good actually until you look at the refresh rate yeah that's one of the things that's tripped me up a lot which is why most of the time when i buy a tv now i don't go with any other company other than lg oh lg is so good Oh. Yeah, they they are fantastic. They've got really good mm-hmm. picture quality on them. The refresh rate is always yeah. usually really good. And fun fact for you, mm-hmm. most TV companies, including Samsung, use LG parts. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, so if, yeah, I'm just going to say this is just a personal recommendation. Uh, if you're looking for affordable tech, LG is good. If you can splurge out a little bit more, Philips yes. is your more high-end uh, Philips are very good. They yeah. have been known to use some lower lower end spec stuff in their units, but if you're paying above a certain amount, that, they won't you exactly. really do that. That's really what I'm talking about. That's your your high end if you're you're if you're going that route. But yeah. for the rest of us, uh, <laughs> yeah. LG is absolutely the best. And yes, you're absolutely right. They use a lot of LG yeah. parts in basically yeah. just across the board. But um, mm-hmm. So, having said all that, 
I can barely just now probably afford a proper 4K TV that will show yeah. it's actually 4K. Um, yeah. As far as an 8K, that's not going to be available to me or the common working man yeah. for a very long time. We're talking multi-years. Yeah, um, I actually, funnily enough, when I was doing some shopping up in an area uh, in not in south london mm -hmm. uh around the christmas time i went into john lewis uh because why not it's a huge right. john lewis yeah. store they ha they did have an 8k tv there did they really oh, oh my god it was i would like um, to have seen that. it was impressive it was very impressive let's mm -hmm. just say the picture quality was amazing mm -hmm. but not for three thousand i was gonna say <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, not. I mean, you're going to pay well out of the odds for John Lewis anyway. Yeah, you are. They do. They Def have a, a definitely not three thousand pound for an eight no. K. Most most companies do not even utilize four K properly at the moment. It, that that's really where I'm going with this. Is um, you know we're here to tell you like it is, listeners. Um, don't yep. be fooled by the bigger numbers. Bigger is not always better. Um, no, it's that refresh. It's the well. refresh rate. Um, most of you probably have 4K TVs now, and you're probably not getting the full effect. No, because your um, refresh rate is probably lower than 60 at least. Exactly. And, and, what, the, what, and the, what the thing is about that is if you are, like myself, a big fighting game player, mm -hmm. you, are, yes. you are wanting to yes. look for something that is more than 60 yeah. hertz. That's it, because exactly. That, that refresh rate is exactly what you're going to be looking for yeah. when it comes to your uh, your FPS. Yeah. Your frames per second. And and to be to be fair, um, what company is it? I bet it was Philips. One of the I think it's Philips. Um, mm -hmm. They've actually uh, patented a uh, new name for their refresh rate. Okay. So it's called something like. I don't know, rapid refresh or something. Um, I think I've heard of that. Actually. So, yeah. So they're using their own metric. Yeah. Which can fool you because you're like 90, you know, 90 hertz refresh rate. Oh my gosh. This is exactly yeah. what I need. And then you're like, uh, you see the little asterisk and it's like rapid refresh, refresh rate, which is a subsidiary of uh, Philips uh, Magnavox yeah. or whatever. So, just be sure to read everything yeah. before you make a big purchase. Exactly. Um, yeah. And um, one of the other things that you're mm -hmm. going to be looking for is its input delay or its yeah. input lag. Oh, so gosh, you're going to yeah. want something that is as close to probably two, two, two MS, basically. Yeah. Two, slash, uh, two M dash S, which is, um, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, I but it's. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. basically it is your your input delay on there, and most smart TVs, especially 4K TVs, mm -hmm. will have multiple different settings in which they they cater to different markets. So you'll have yeah. a cinema cinema setting, yes. but you'll also have a gaming setting which does reduce that react um, that input lag. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best monitors that you can probably get for something like that are the Zowie BenQs. Mm, okay. I have not uh, looked into got, those. They've got a they've got next to zero MS input Ooh. delay, which is why they're used on the circuit a lot. 
Oh, so right, they, of they, course. They, they use those monitors in competitive gaming yeah. a lot. Okay, well, that's a good thing. I'm learning too. Um, <laughs> mm. um, I've looked into this far too much. Yeah, but, uh, I have as well, but of course not from the, the fighting game uh, aspect. Yeah. Um, so, Well, I, I looked at it mainly because, like, um, obviously, I need as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, little input input lag as possible. Yep. But that also works for shooters as well because they're yeah. very reactionary like yes. fighting. So if you are a shooter fan, like mm-hmm. you are, yes. like I know you are, then yeah. you're going to be interested to see about those low refresh rate, uh, those high refresh rates and stuff like that. Yeah, because um, when it comes to, uh, let's say, a, a multiplayer uh, shooter, every mm-hmm. nanosecond counts. Um, oh yeah yeah um and you can't have any you just you can't have any lag not even uh, even one hiccup on an internet lag uh yeah you know that's why god this is it's cheesy but um if you ever do go into competitive gaming Mm -hmm. when you're practicing at home use a wired internet Always, don't, always. Don't use Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear everyone talk about the bane of Wi-Fi. Yep. Um, and it's great. Like, I'm absolutely 100,000% sure that the uh, new PS and Xbox X are going to have built-in Wi-Fi, like, uh, you know, the current Xbox. Funnily enough, doesn't mm-hmm. actually say anything about it on the yeah. specs side. It hasn't. Out, yeah, because... I haven't found it. Um, no, also because we haven't actually seen the back of the box on yes. the xbox series x we don't know what exactly we're getting on there yep you and know, with there'll be a hdmi port because that's kind of obvious you can't play 4k yeah, without a exactly. hdmi port has to but whether whether or not they're going to have dual hdmi ports like they did on the xbox one mm-hmm. with the integration for the uh the set-top boxes and all that sort of right. thing i don't know whether that's going to be the case it'll be um, i bet i Mm, I bet they'll have because I mean it's Xbox, so they'll release um, probably a basic, but then they'll strip away stuff. Yeah, and for have sure. a really basic model, and then they'll add a bunch of stuff and have a mm-hmm. top of the line model because that's usually yeah. what they do. Well, that um, does fit in line with some of the leaks that we'd heard even before mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X was announced, in the fact that there was two um, two SKUs coming or a SKU right. as we yeah. call it that. The Xbox Anaconda and the Xbox Lockhart. Yeah. Uh, the Anaconda being the more powerful, more mm-hmm. overpowered one, you know, that will have all the features, and Lockhart is the more budget version. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting because I think, yeah, the 360, when it first came out, did not have... Uh, Wi-Fi, you had to buy a dongle. <laughs> oh, that dongle was a yes. piece of junk as and well. And it wouldn't stay connected. Um, I hated that thing. Yeah. Uh, but then they came out with the Xbox Elite, I think. 360 Elite. Uh, no, the Elite was at... So they had two different SKUs even at okay. launch, didn't they? They mm-hmm. had the they uh, the Xbox 360 Arcade, which had no yeah. hard drive. Yes, that's right. Um, came with that, uh, that stupid memory unit yes. that was like 512 megabytes Ugh, yes which what a, what a piece of crap I know. to be honest it, um yeah. and then we had the elite which um i, I said they called it the elite package that it had the 20 gig hard drive 
Yeah. Yes, they did release a elite version of the old design, which was the black version of a 120 gig hard drive. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. Then um, after that, they redesigned the unit and they called it the Xbox 360S. Yes. Where they had the built-in uh, wireless to that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, because I resented having to buy another Xbox 360 at the time. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so did I. But that was yeah. because I wanted, I wanted wanted rid of my Red Ring of Death ex- machine. Yeah, and I yeah, and I wanted all the newer specs and stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. They, they they what they did is they basically just they tightened the whole package up. Basically, they did. Just they released what probably should have been yeah released. Yeah. But having Definitely. said all that, um, when it comes to these both of these consoles i'm going to recommend a wired connection um yeah exactly yeah i mean yes it's it wi-fi is great because Mm. no no wires obviously duh that's what it means um yeah of course it is nice but in terms of your delay and all that sort of thing and yeah it's not worth it Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of like, and I hate to keep harking on them for a bad thing, but Stadia, uh, how <laughs> you you know they wanted the controllers to link up to the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. specifically. You know, it would be linked to your hub, so yeah. that the input delay was a lot less. Which, but they didn't achieve that at no, all. They didn't, and it kind no. of makes sense. I see the logic, but that was yeah. never going to work. No, no, it's not because if what about. What if you wanted to play this on the go, like yeah. what they were saying, so the Pixel 4 phones? Yeah. How are you going to link it out to a Wi-Fi network if you're out? Yeah, exactly. Y- your controller wouldn't work. No. Pretty much. But anyway, so um, one of the... F- so we'll go back onto, obviously, the units themselves. Mm-hmm. So one of the... A couple of the biggest features that they've got on there, and this is not just to do with the boxes themselves, is... Uh, the haptic feedback on the controllers yes both will have haptic feedback which is if you don't know what haptic feedback is then go and go and just get your mobile phone to vibrate yeah that's it i that's that i i have to admit i i know it's cheesy and 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 silly but i like haptic feedback it's nice (laughs) um we have it on the switch at the moment with the hd rump i really like I before I uh, well I, I had a small stint as a UI designer. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it, well, UX is really what it's called, but um, yeah. Uh, it was a very short stint, about a year and a half. It's just, okay. But there's a lot of psychology that actually goes into that. Um, yeah, of course. More psychology than programming, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and people love instant feedback. Um, yeah. You know, so if you click something, you like to hear it make a little noise, um, yep. you know, and all that kind of thing. And so, like, uh, I, I, obviously, I have an iPad and an iPhone, um, mm-hmm. but I'm not an Apple fan girl, I promise. No, <laughs> I always used to make this joke right? um, <laughs> to my partner. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, because I'm I'm not a big fan of apples. Right. You know, the, the, I said, I don't like apples, but I have an iPad, an iPhone, an iPod. <laughs> See? Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, so when they took the uh, the button away, the home button. Um, oh, God. Oh, I, what were they thinking? I know. Not, I, even, not even just that, but what? why get rid of that three and a half millimeter headphone jack, too? I, oh, gosh. That's another episode. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, I we could won't rant go that about one. that. Oh, but um, but yeah, I missed the 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 feedback. So I was glad when they with the phones they added the little thump on your thumb. Yeah. Because it makes yeah. me feel like I've done something. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, admittedly it is quite nice, but I will never ever use fingerprint thing to unlock my phone ever. Uh, I... Mainly, mainly because if you ever get done for a crime, <laughs> then they can use that as evidence. That okay, that's true. <laughs> they just got your fingerprint right there already. Well, yes, that's very true. It, um, it's a system that can be easily abused by people who shouldn't abuse it. No, it, that's very true. Yeah, um, I remember, I, I remember that you know how there's always a kind of um, like uh, urban legend, you know, yeah. uh, fears come out every time there's new technology. Mm. I remember. Um, some of the fears of the uh we'll call them karens which are the the older ladies that are the moms that have the you know the short haircut yeah. and ask to see a manager um yeah i remember the, the thing going around them was because i have a lot of friends in that bracket um yep <laughs> that people will start chopping off other people's fingers to get into, into their bones oh karen if you're thinking about cutting off thumbs, then you need to you might need some psychological help, I think. They're like, oh, you know, this is this is, you know, oh, the, someone think of the children. They're gonna have their thumbs chopped off for their phones. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh god. <laughs> what is her name? I'm trying to think of her name. Oh, it's Reverend Lovejoy's wife. Oh Helen. gosh. Helen yes, Lovejoy. Yes. Oh, somebody, somebody please think of the children. children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um it'll be interesting to see what crazy fears oh, come out. Gonna with the, some, there's gonna be stuff. some crazy things that happen. Oh, there is. Yeah, there always yeah. is. Um, so yes. I, I think we'll wrap this up yeah. a little bit because I think we've basically discussed pretty much everything we're gonna know about them <laughs> at, at the moment, with yeah. exception to one feature. Full backwards compatibility with PS4, PS3, PS2, PS1 games on the PlayStation 5. Yep. As well as the entire lot for the Xbox. So Xbox yeah. One, 360, and OG Xbox, because uh, Microsoft naming conventions made that really Yeah, awkward. exactly. Um, I'm abs- I do like them calling it OG, though, because it is. <laughs> Well, it's like yeah. OG, OG Xbox. Yeah, we're old school now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't release in two thousand and one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but yes, uh, I absolutely am thrilled uh, for backwards Me compatibility um, because uh, I, I started stockpiling games. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because I think we talked about that last week or something. We but did. yeah, Jennifer yeah. said that. Uh, she's been buying PS4 games ready for the next generation. Absolutely, um, yeah. I, I've got, I've held on to stuff. I mm. don't know why, because I can't let things go. I guess. <laughs> well, so, yeah. You, you basically pretty much admitted that you're a hoarder. Yes and no. <laughs> no, I'm. I, when it comes to games, I am an absolute. Yeah, I was going to say games and comics. Yeah, I had to switch to digital for that reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, but anything else? No, I'd I'd like to live in just an empty room. Yeah, <laughs> if I had my my rather's. But um, yeah. 
No, I'm very thrilled. I'm I'm absolutely pleased. Uh, yeah, me too. Compatibility. Um, yeah. Um, I so also do that. hope. I do hope that Sony continue their route of allowing um, uh, crossplay with the yes. PS5 as well, because I think that's been one of the things from this generation, especially the back end of it, that's mm-hmm. really proven what what people actually want from the future and that is the ability to be able to play with anyone they want despite what infrastructure they decide to choose right and that has always been one of the one of the telling features of why i would go to what console i did is mm-hmm. how many of my friends are getting a 360 shall i get one and i sillyly you know <laughs> stupidly made the call to go and get a ps3 right like okay why did I get a PS3 and Fallout when it actually <laughs> runs better on 360? Yeah. And all my friends are on 360. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same thing with the PS4 this time. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, none of my friends are on are on PS4. Right. They're all on Xbox. Like, everyone I knew was yeah. on Xbox. Yeah. Street Fighter Five came out on PS4, so therefore oh, that was my decision made. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... It will be nice to know that I can just go and buy a console. Yeah. And just go, okay, so I've got this game on the on the Xbox Series X, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is also coming out on PS5. Uh, I've got no no issue with being able to play with uh, Next Man down the street because he's got a PS5. Yeah. You yeah. know, sort of thing. It, it's quite a nice feature, actually. I, I really so. like it. Absolutely. You know, being able to pick up Rocket League on the Switch and just oh, play yeah. that across yeah. any console now especially so, yeah, since like playstation that. hunkered down so badly on that to stop yeah you know it is quite it, it, they should continue it because it's only going to be a pr move to yeah be able i was to gonna that. say there's more money to be made together than exactly sectioning off everyone so i mean social I think, media should have taught us that if anything yeah yeah. I think yeah, I think they're starting to realise that people don't care about their particular consoles. They yep. care about who they play with. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah. it's good. Make more we money. We can't argue together. with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, though, as well, which is where where things are going to be really, really interesting, is mm-hmm. apparently this is also backwards compatible with PSVR, the PS5. Yes, a, another thing I'm very pleased about because yeah. I have a PSVR. I haven't played it much and I didn't want to have to buy a you know PS5 and then I've just bought this PS VR within you know a year mm-hmm. and yeah. you yeah. know so I'm very happy about that of course yeah yeah I, I'm happy with that for PS VR players of mm-hmm. course because I I'm not a PS VR player I'm I'm not sure I enjoy it as much yeah but yeah I, I I like the fact that there are that they aren't going to leave PSVR yes. behind and only probably in, um, make another revision of it. So we'll probably mm-hmm. get PSVR 2 where they yeah. they do... I reckon they'll probably make it a wireless headset next time around oh, if they I'm are going to sure. rebrand it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But I think that's going to cover our, uh, our deep dive into the next yes. generation of consoles with exception to one thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, the release date. Oh, yes. The release dates are looking at what they say, holiday of 2020. So look around end of October, early November, maybe even to the November where we'll get them because they're not going to mm-hmm. release them in December. It's too no, close. It's too, for, yeah. 
too close to Christmas for Absolutely. anyone to actually legitimately go out and get them. And yeah. if it's anything like trying to get a console on day one, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, there's shortages, there's everything. No. Some people are going to be very disappointed when it comes to Christmas and they haven't got their shiny new box. Yeah, but I, I'll be waiting till February, I can tell you that right now. I'm, yeah. Well, like I said February before, with the, um, with the upgrade that I've got on the Xbox One mm, X, yes. I, do, I am entitled to get one after yeah. 12 months. So it means in January I will probably be ready Absolutely. to go for that next generation. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and I'm trying to recall what it was now because it's completely gone from my head. God. Oh, pricing. We haven't oh, received yes. pricing for this, but... Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if these boxes are around five hundred pounds at least, right. oh, yeah. maybe six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. That you know, I I, I can't see these being anything less than no. four hundred. No, it really Yeah, absolutely. No, definitely not. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I did hear a rumor something come out the other day about the Xbox, and I think this might. This might be a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. That apparently any game that comes out on the Series X is also coming out on the Xbox One and the PC for oh, the first okay. two years. That's good. Oh, that's so good. So basically that's what they've good. done is they've basically integrated the Xbox Series X into the Xbox family of consoles. Yeah. Or Xbox family, in a sense. So it's yeah. kind of like what Switch is doing with the Switch Lite mm-hmm. and all that thing. Is they want to make sure that nobody is left behind. So it's That's like, excellent. if you do not want to go and buy an Xbox Series X on day one, and you're mm-hmm. not that interested by it, Halo Infinite is going to yes. come out on the Xbox One and all that yeah. sort of thing. So Which I'm that's only happy. a smart move. That's yes. a smart. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going so, to be a, an, an interesting and exciting next two years, I think. I can't wait for it. So yeah. once we get closer to the time, obviously, we might we might have differing opinions on this one. But at the way it stands at the moment, I'm taking no ground here. I want to see more before. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do. I yeah. mean, it's of a course, big I've got my name. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've got that on that refresh, you know, on the mm-hmm. uh, on that uh, all access Ultimate deal. I can up. Yeah. up I can update it if I want to, but I may hold off yeah. until I know more information for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But okay. that's that for that anyway. Yeah. So I hope we a deep dive into into us nerding out about specs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea to hear someone talking about a GDDR like system and all that sort of thing. But, but it's good to know stuff so that you can make wise decisions when you purchase things. Yeah. yeah. Remember, knowledge is power. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to listener questions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Should yeah. we take, we'll take, we'll take this one first. So okay. thank you to the Gaming FYX Podcast at FYX Podcast on Twitter. Please go and check out their podcast. They've just yes. hit over 100 episodes now. So fair play, fair play to them. Well done. Absolutely. I'm, I'm pleased to hear it. So what is with them with food questions? Seriously. <laughs> like they make me hungry every I know. Time. I know. <laughs> so when a recipe calls for four cloves of garlic, how much do you usually end up adding? Uh, 82. <laughs> <laughs> Now wow, that is um, let me. You're let, definitely not going to allow the vampires in. I, I know. Um, <laughs> um, All those Malkavians outside your door. <laughs> uh, let me 
specify those for for those who don't know uh, a clove of garlic is the small uh, mm. segment inside of yeah a bulb. not the whole bulb yeah, yeah. exactly um, and so four cloves of garlic is not that much for me it's not garlic. a lot really. no it's not me too. Um, so I I do tend to just sometimes I'll just crack open the bulb and then just whatever's in it I just yeah you that you smash it with the knife um to get the yeah i, I do love that whole pressing yeah. it down with, with the blunt and right yeah with a flat end of the knife and just squashing it down yeah and um yeah so having said that yeah i do i toss an extra i do uh, oh yeah I, <laughs> usually one or two extra for me so if it asks for four i'll usually put yeah so long as it doesn't overpower it of course so tasting um making sure you taste it is all Ooh, the key yeah is the key to any so cooking if, if yeah too overpowered with garlic, then you know it's just gonna ruin a meal yeah um one of my favorite things about garlic and we have an onion in texas which is called a texas mm. sweet onion uh, yeah uh I will say that they have started selling sweet onions over here. Um, yes. But they're smaller and, you know, of course they're more uh, exotic. It's going to cost a little bit more, they yeah. They do. They do. Um, but there's nothing better to me when I've cut onions and garlic, and sweet onions and garlic, and mm. I just smell my hands for the rest of yeah, the day. Yeah, it smells good. Yeah, I will admit, it smells amazing. <laughs> yep. I know other people are like, ew, you know, I want it off my hands. I'm like, no, this is my dinner mm. later. <laughs> yeah. I, I know people who are not particularly fussed about garlic at all. They're not fans oh, of it. I can't even But imagine. garlic is good. It's <laughs> good. It's very so good flavoring, mm -hmm. you know. it's And for those who are very interested in knowing, it's very good health-wise. Yes, it's good for the heart. There are so many, there are so many mm -hmm. antioxidants inside yes, of garlic. Yes, absolutely. Apparently, if you, uh, this is going to be gross for anyone who likes to do this, but just hear me out. Mm-hmm. If you apparently eat a clove of garlic a day, it cuts your risk of cancer by about sixty percent. It that I've I've read the same, and I will say for those who are not big on chomping a clove, uh, <laughs> they do actually sell uh, uh, supplements that you. Yeah, can they take. do with lots of garlic. Yes, and yes, it will give you garlic burps. Um, and garlic, yeah, the old garlic breath is not exactly appealing. Right. So you have to weigh it with what you like and what you can handle. But it is really good. Supposedly, research has said um, it's yeah. good for the heart and it's good for uh, cutting your cancer risk. So, yeah, it, it needs more studies to be done. It does. That was one yeah. thing I always found yeah. very interesting. But uh, And I'm not the sort of person that's going to sit there and just eat cloves of garlic because no. that's gross. No, that's like uh, fish oil. Like fish oil is mm. really good for you. But the idea of, you know, sucking down a can of tuna oil, <laughs> no, I can't do that. Uh, uh, I'm worried about what you do when you go to the beach. Are you just finding <laughs> fish and just sucking them dry? Yes. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> This time I didn't go NSFW. It was you. <laughs> I know, I know. But no. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully they make fish oil uh, supplements as well. But they also I think give they do, you yeah, terrible like burps. Ugh. But, yeah. um, okay, so next <sighs> question. We've Mike. 
at 2D Mike 3D. We've got to have a conversation about this now. This, this, is this like is this your fun after a bad week of torturing is. us with it your is, excellently yeah. gloriously good questions? Yeah, he sits back and just like you know pyramids his Let's fingers. Let's watch the world. Burn. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. <laughs> mm. But yeah. yeah, he's Mr. Burns, clearly. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so he comes at us with, what's the worst game you couldn't stop playing? Which is a very good question. I mean, this it is. He ages to think about. I, I have... I still haven't even got an answer, I don't think. <laughs> Mine is... Uh, I'm going to be quick about it because I'm actually writing a review about it. Okay. But... Uh, but it's it's just it is what it is. It's called Stygian. Um, I'm probably yeah. pronouncing it wrong. I uh, think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's on Steam and it's mm-hmm. um, you know Lovecraftian. It's with uh, you know Call of Cthulhu and you know. Oh, I love, I, that sounds right up my alley. To be honest, it has so much potential. I don't want to give away too much of my review. It has so okay. much potential, but yeah is incredibly frustrating but okay. Niall here's my second but as mm-hmm. I would rage quit and walk away from it if it wasn't for the review <laughs> yeah well I would rage quit as I was playing it uh, walk away and then oh gosh I'm about to be super cheesy but I would mm. hear the call of Cthulhu <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, a few hours Wait. later or the next day, and I'd be yeah. right back playing it. And um, so it it's it's a very strange thing, and it's going to be a very strange review because yeah. I like to be very honest uh, and say, you know, this is a very bad thing. This is not good. This doesn't work. Yeah. But I couldn't stop playing it. I have 80 hours yeah, into it, if that tells you anything. Um, that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. I mean, we're talking, that's kind of Fallout level? Yeah. Not my Fallout level. That's, you know, 100 Yeah, most normal people's yeah. Fallout level. <laughs> exactly. So, you clearly are not a normal Fallout. No, not at all. Uh, so that right there tells you that there's something about it, you know? Yeah, I exactly. can't stop playing it. Mm. So. Okay. Like I said, I don't know if I even really have an answer for this, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try a few at least. Uh-huh. So I'm going to bring up a series I don't think anyone's mentioned in quite a long time. Okay. Uh, apart from a couple of people, do you remember a series of games on the PS2 and the PS3 called Def Jam? Hmm. Do you no, remember those? I don't. What? So we had. So basically, they're just fighting. Uh, they're like fighting games, kind of. Of course, with, I should have guessed um, that. With, with rappers from the Def oh, Jam le- Def record Jam. label. Of course, yeah. of course. Okay. Wow, I didn't yeah. know there was games like that. Yes, oh there gosh. are. I'm looking at one right now. With one of my favorites. It's a terrible game, <laughs> but it, it, it was so much fun. Wow. Def Jam Vendetta. I've never heard of these. Or if I have, they were buried in the mist of time. Well, yes. You had Def Jam Vendetta, which was the first. You had Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh, wow. And then there was Def Jam Icon. 
which oh flopped like an absolute turd. Right. Um, now, Death Jam Vendetta is the interesting one of it because it was more like a wrestling game than it was an actual brawler. <laughs> right. But the wrestling mechanics were awful in it. It oh, was dear. so bad. It was such a terrible game. I just couldn't stop playing it because it was so much fun. Right. Just watching, like, DMX just beat up on, oh, like, someone else. It was like oh my ludicrous. Gosh. So ludicrous. But it was oh so much gosh. fun. Um, another one I'll mention is from the N64 days. Oh. I think this may annoy a couple of people by saying this, especially one who I'm going to mention by name, Dr. Virtual, one of our previous guests. Yes. He loves this series, and I love the series as well, but it objectively is really, really <laughs> poor quality. Right. Snowboard Kids. Oh. What is that? Now it's... Snowboard Kids is a, ma- is a game that was made by Atlas uh-huh. that is basically a snowboarding game when in the hype of the snowboarding craze. I was going to say, Atlas makes like, lots um, of sports games. Yeah. 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 They, so they made this series of games, Snowboard, Snowboard Kids 1 and 2, that mm-hmm. was literally just generic characters as kids, and they were just... Right. It controlled like a terrible mess. I think I've seen a Let's Play of that you would have done and if you've seen dr virtual's channel recently he has done a couple of plays of it as well absolutely they aren't very good games no (laughs) but it's the fact that you get few people together on the n64 and play it and you're all like you're all playing this terrible mechanics it's just (laughs) it is fun because of that right um the last game that i'll mention is one that is a very fond favorite of mine again but in terms of wrestling games, is one of the worst. Oh dear. <sighs> WCW NWO Revenge. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how many oh. hours I put that game as a kid. Oh my gosh. But we, me and my friend, just could not stop playing it. We just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like we just put the Royal Rumble thing on. <laughs> this was obviously N, uh, N, WCW, so they didn't have Royal Rumble, but it right. was like. A, it was the 50 man I think it was 30 oh, or 50 man yeah. thing where people would just come in and oh, if you had if you had been taken over the top rope mm-hmm. then the next character would come in you would take control of them right so you just keep going down the line until literally everyone was done <laughs> so that would that would last you a good hour hour and a half oh my gosh yeah and it was just it was so much fun but mechanically it was a flipping terrible game and there are there are a couple of characters in there like la parker and uh kimchi who were so broken yes. they were so overpowered it was just oh. wrong god that now that so, was an era that oh gosh <laughs> that was uh, of so, its time that's for yeah sure. definitely of its time oh, graphically yeah. it's of its oh, time yeah, i mean it is you go into any retro game shop <laughs> and you'll see that game and yeah. you pick it up probably about two quid easily so popular Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but my god was it a a mess it was a mess ah that's brilliant that's okay can i i'm gonna mention one other just one other just a small part of it anyway because this the games the games themselves and the films actually they're based on Mm-hmm. are very high favourites of mine. But there is one particular part of that game package that was very terrible, and okay. it's Die Hard Trilogy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance was one of the worst mm-hmm. playing games on that package. No, I, I would agree with awful. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it the controls were terrible. The graphics were terrible. Yeah, yeah, they were they were really bad. No, uh, and absolutely, the acting was was the worst Bruce Willis impression I've ever oh, heard in gosh. my life. It, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, if yes, listeners, if you haven't seen it, go YouTube it. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's it's, it's glorious. worth a watch. Yeah, oh, absolutely. especially when the bombs are, are going a- off and like you do, you see is it's this red background coming towards you. <laughs> yes, it's, so awful. it's terrible. I think they rushed it uh, just to get it out. Yeah, the fir- yeah the third part they did, but the mm-hmm. other two parts were really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Die Hard exactly. Two, especially like the weird thing about it is that like that whole package is like three games in one. Mm-hmm. And they all play incredibly differently. So yes, the first one is obviously different. based on the first movie where you're going around the office building, the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. And it is essentially just a side... It's not a side scroll. It's like a 3D action mm-hmm. game. Yes. Um, yes. Where you go floor by floor. It's very good. It is fun. It's and fun. Then, it's enjoyable. Yeah. And then Die Hard 2 Die Harder mm-hmm. was a light gun game. <laughs> yes. That's right. Strange. You know, it was so weird. It was very so weird. weird. But, it, but it was a... I, I, it was a good take. It was. Yeah. Let me just say that I played Die Hard 2 so many times <laughs> that I know that there's not many people that actually... Uh, they may know it now, but at the time didn't know about it. It's taking out the helicopter at the beginning of the no, game. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If you managed to take that, that helicopter in a short window of time that you did, you got the most overpowered weapon. That's right. That's exactly so right. Good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I completed that game a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, I'm a huge fan of Die Hard. I love yeah, that series. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I know. See, we could go another 30 minutes talking yeah. about Die Hard. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving quickly you know, on. <laughs> I was going to say we could, but there aren't many Die Hard games. Die Hard Trilogy 1. Well, that's true. Um, mm. Disappointment. Yeah. Oh no, there's a couple of others. There's Die Hard Arcade. Yes, that's true. Which is which is basically which over here got known as Dynamite Cop. Oh really? Yeah, on the Dreamcast it was uh, yeah. it was Dynamite Cop. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because they couldn't get the license. It was of only on the course. Sega Saturn. Uh, they had it on the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. but when they yeah. when they tried to do it again on the Dreamcast, they just couldn't. Yeah, it's always weird how licensing works. Um, yeah, it is. But. Yes. I think we've gone long enough. We've gone long enough. Uh, yeah. So we'll do our our housekeeping bit. Um, yes, we we'll shall. go over uh, the reviews for this week, I think. Yep. So if you head on over to rapidreviewsuk.com, which is our website, mm-hmm. um, yep. you will see this week's reviews, which include uh, Lost Ember. Which looks beautiful, mm. and I really want to play it. Um, it does look good. It does. Um, then uh, Farming Simulator 20 is... Oh, that's my jam there. right there. That's right. You know. That's, that's, that's oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and just, I think... uh, just give me that tractor and get some corn going. You know, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, and then I'll be back in Texas in my mind. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I believe this is the specifically the Switch version. Um, yeah, I believe so. Oh, we have a ViewSonic 32-inch curved gaming monitor. Oh, review. very good. Yeah. yeah, and that was by Overlord Mike himself. That's right. Um, and I, I really... Okay, side note. I do like curved monitors for gaming. 
not I'm so not much sure for. About I, I don't like it for watching things. Okay. But, Fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we have a Dragon Quest uh, 11S Rapid. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, vampire. Uh, well, that's how I call it. It's probably a vampire, but I say vampire. Uh, yeah, I say vampire, and I've, okay. I've, heard a pod- I've heard so many podcasts make the joke about it. Yeah, it's V-A-M-P-Y-R. It's it's yeah. out. Um, this is the Switch version, but it is on Game Pass. Um, yeah, it's on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, and then another one that I'm very, very interested in trying, which is Dead End Job. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds fun. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah, and it looks really colorful, and I'm a sucker for colors. Uh, and then, I'll never say this right. Um <laughs> Adelir Riza. I'm so tense. Oh, I'm glad you said it because I had no clue. <laughs> Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout. Because um, which... well, that's a subtitle that's got a mouthful. I bet that's a Japanese game. <laughs> what gives you that impression? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's over there. Oh, and then Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, which I love that title. Um, yeah. Which... Why, does that, why does that remind me of the Eagles? Because it, it, it actually is a Western-based one. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, not that the Eagles are country, but they have that kind of... No, the Eagles suck. I kind of like Hotel California. That's amazing, but the, the rest of their back yeah, kind of suck. I don't, well, I like Desperado, um, but I don't really like, like Moving on. New York Minute and all that stuff. But that was that, my parents' love song. That's yeah, let's I... move away from the Eagles. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so that is this week. Oh, no. Oh, I left off, too. Um, Ooh, how dare you? Oh, goodness. Uh, Farabelle, uh, which is on the Switch. Um, nope. And the one that I'm dying to read, just because I want to see how he did it. Uh, Zumba, Burn It Up. <laughs> Who did that one? It says Alex. I, for some reason, thought Mike did. But it oh, says Alex. Yes. So I, oh, I, Alex. Yeah. I want to read that. Be, um... So... I'll be interested because he's yeah. well because he has kids. I'd, I'm interested to see how that works for yeah. the uh, for all the family, basically. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so that's this week's reviews. Uh, go catch them. Um, and then uh, as far as um, finding us, you can find us on Twitter at Rapid Reviews UK. Mm-hmm. Our podcast Twitter home, which is at RR Radio Pod. Yep. And what about you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm there most days, tweeting some nonsense or making <laughs> some really, really, really bad jokes about lead in pencils to uh, <laughs> to people. Yes. Um, uh, at Pete Beckett one. Yeah. And where can they find you? I am at Kylie Tagreet, uh, which is K I L E Y T E H G R E E T. And I'm currently tweeting about autism like crazy. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, so it's but, because I'm learning more and more. Yeah, I, I do enjoy reading those because I don't know a lot about autism. So it's yeah. quite nice to actually read some things and take it into real world. Exactly. Cool. I, I've told um, another uh, friend that I kind of want to act as a liaison uh, between the... Um, NDs, as we call ourselves, um, yep. and the NTs, which would be um, neurodiverse being ND and neurotypical yep. being NTs. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Um, That's cool. Oh, yeah. And then we have a new 
way of contacting us. Yes, you may have noticed on the Twitter that we've put started putting this up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, that... Yes, you go ahead. So that is our email address. Ooh, email. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so 1990s. It really is. <laughs> um, but if you wanted to email us, and that is email us with anything, whether that be a good meme, a good question or whatever, or feedback for the show, yes. you can do so at podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. Woohoo! So that leaves one last thing. Yes. You should hit us with that game fact. <laughs> which I which I really haven't prepared this week at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. I'll see if I can pluck one out of I was nowhere. Say, you have, you have I'll a see if I, <laughs> I will see if I can pluck a random one. Nowhere. So, <laughs> speaking of failed consoles like we did earlier with the Wii U, mm-hmm. and the fact that it sold 13 million units worldwide. But did you know that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has now sold more copies than the Wii U itself. That is wild. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has sold over 14 million units. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we love it when you stop by. Um, and we will catch everyone next week. So, yeah. bye. Bye.